Welcome to the Psychology World Podcast. I'm Matt Connor Whiteley, bringing you psychology news and easy to understand and engaging psychology facts. For more information and the backlist episode show notes and more information on psychology topics, please go to connorwhiteley.net and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 44 of the Psychology World Podcast with me, Conor Whiteley, and today's episode is on five ways to help overcome social anxiety, and it is the 23rd of July 2020 as I record this. So moving on to the psychology news section, and of course we're reading from the British Psychological Society Research Digest, Planter Cognition Deserves Greater Attention in a Comparative Psychology Paper Suggests. Compactive psychology is the study of animal behaviour and its psychological underpinnings, but the term wasn't always this restrictive. Until about 1930, plant behaviour, so should be interested, was also featured in, in Texas in the field. Now, Umbrio Castello at the University of, of Parque, sorry if I've butchered that name and if you know that place, argues that it's high time that plants regain their rightful place in the study of psychology of non-human organisms. In a paper suggested by the Journal of Comparative Psychology, Costello gathers together a section on of recent evidence that plants can communicate, remember, recognise kin and decide and even count all the abilities that one would normally call cognitive if they were observed in animals. Far from being hardwired, inflexible, respondents to a changing world, they can adapt to change, benefit from classical conditioning, and even come to make predictions about the future. There's more than an improved understanding of plants at stake, writes Caseo, as plants should be considered cognitive agents. As such, they offer, a u- they offer a unique opportunity for a comparative approach, which can potentially lead us to the roots of cognition. So this, I think, is really interesting. Personally, I'm not going to look into this but i think it could be quite interesting if plants if if we can learn more about ourselves from plants because i don't know i just think it's a really interesting idea so if any of you are thinking about researching and have no idea what you want to research then actually check this out and actually give it a thought because i think it could be really interesting in the future so another one is engaging with the arts is related to greater well-being but it's not entirely clear why Social isolation, fears of our family and friends, as well as ourselves, have all affected psychological well-being during the COVID-19 lockdown. But being able to visit an art gallery, theatre or music venues may also have taken its toll. Oh, not being able to, sorry. According to new research, such experiences contribute to well-being in a way that watching a a sporting event, for example, does not. The paper published in Emotion represents the first longitudinal examination of the effects of engaging with the artistic imagination on well-being, though it's not yet possible to make definitive conclusions about cause and effect. So this, I think, is really interesting. So this, I think, is equally quite interesting because we all know that the arts can be like quite like um, interesting and it's something that governments aren't really putting at the forefront about trying to get them to reopen uh, reopened during the season of lockdown, at least, uh, at least in uh, the UK. So well, this research should actually be quite interesting and actually quite informative, uh, be and quite informative. And I think the takeaway point from this is 
try and enjoy our art at for example it's literally just dawned on me how much art i actually have across my room and then just art prints of i don't know but like in front of me i've got a really really nice picture of the um i forget the first word but the borealis god that's actually quite bad i've actually forgotten what it's called the something borealis so the northern lights and then i've also got this really quite weird well weird a colorful picture of like stonehenge so i've got art and it does make me feel good so um, i think that so um, i think that all of us should just try and take to just try and take away uh, from this new section that try and appreciate our like go on your phone try and order some art and that should help for your psychological well-being so the editor's pick and this is the last one art affects you more powerfully when you view it in a museum so again we're just doing this again Right, and this is a 2015 study. These days, there's no need to take the trouble of visiting art museums. Usually, through all exhibits on your computer in the comfort of your own home. And yet, attendance at art museums have been rising over recent years. A 2015 study helps explain why people enjoy art more at a museum. They find it more stimulating and understandable, and they remember it better. And this, I guess, is because you're looking at you're looking at it in a different environment, and you're there to appreciate it because there were no other dis, and there were no other distractions around, unless, and this I can personally testify, unless it's a crying baby next to you. That's just bad when that happens. <laughs> well, that happens when you were trying to pre- and you were trying to appreciate something. I was in the British Library at the time, due on some student ambassador work, so that was quite funny. Yeah, so I think that the main takeaway is just trying to get some art and hopefully it will improve your psychological well-being. So I hope you've enjoyed the psychology news section. So let's move on to the personal update. So moving on to the personal update. Well, there's not a great amount of personal news to share. Except from the reason, the reason I'm recording this on a Thursday and not a Friday isn't because it's my grandma's interment tomorrow and none of us have no idea how we're going to feel and I think that and I've got everything for the psychology, for the developmental psychology second edition pre-order ready. So what you can do if you want the pre-order is that you can go to Amazon, Kobo, Google Books, basically any yeah so like basically like anywhere you can buy an ebook and you can pre-order it for 2.99 if you want but that price will rise on the 1st of august when it goes up to 4.99 and that's dollars and pounds but i must confess that i've not actually continued with my formulation research and i've not really read that book much because i've just i don't know i was really tired like one day and then i've just, that sort of broke the habit yeah so i've not I've not actually done that but I will take a little bit of time to do it over the weekend because and on the final note I have sorted out the clinical psychology book and I also got that back for my proofreader so by the time you listen to that that should be available on a pre-order but yes that should be available on pre-order for October but this is what I'm actually going to tell you don't write don't get it yet because I'm planning something really special for everyone who does this podcast who's part of my email list and everything on everything about how so you should be able to get that book at a cheaper price and you should also be able to get tons of other rewards you would come to any retailer check it out see if you're interested in it but don't necessarily pre- pre-order it just yet because i've got a special idea for everyone that should be happening during the month of september but more on that in the future 
So today's highlighted product is my brand new The Elemental Psychology Second Edition book, which you can find on all major ebook retailers. Take me here's the below. Do you want to learn about child development? Do you want to learn how a child develops cognitively, language, and more? Do you want an easy to understand, engaging guide to the elemental psychology? If the answer is yes to these are questions, then this is the book for you. As in this book, you will learn about a wide range of topics of the developmental psychology, such as brain development, the effect of social interaction and culture upon our development, how children learn language and much, much more. By the end of this book, you will have a great understanding of a range of topics in developmental psychology, all explained in an easy to understand way. If you like this book, then you will enjoy my special cultural psychology second edition as well. By today to start learning about developmental psychology and some of the topics that I'm really interested in. So it all goes into the introduction. So what actually so what actually is developmental psychology? Attachment, it goes into a lot of about attachment, gender identity, cross-cultural development. That's a really good chapter, I think, and tons more, in including it does take a rather in-depth look at language. So if you're interested in developmental psychology, then please check that out. And also if you want to support the show personally and get tons of rewards, then please check out Patreon or patreon.com forward slash Connor Whiteley. That is a P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Connor Whiteley. So let's move on to the content part of today's episode. Moving on to the content part of today's episode, we're going to be talking about ways to overcome social anxiety so this episode i actually quite enjoy because if you look at my abnormal psychology second edition book it talks about at length about different types of anxiety social anxiety and the different causes and also goes into treatment probably so if you want to learn more about social anxiety then please consider checking that out available at connorwhitely.net forward slash abnormal psychology then you get all the links there so moving on to the actual episode, so social anxiety is actually rather common and according to Anxiety UK, I think that's the organisation, you can check out my references and sources at connorwhitely.net forward slash blog, it's actually quite common, it's about 40% of the population suffers from it at some point in their lives. But today we're going to talk about five really good and powerful ways to overcome social anxiety. So the first one is challenge your negative thoughts. So this one I did back in the day. That it was probably about 10 episodes ago or something and they actually looked at how to deal with negative thoughts and challenge them so please 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 consider checking that out because that should help as well but the general idea is that you need to challenge your negative thoughts for example if you've got negative thoughts about how people perceive you actually think about it and go oh no these people don't see me as an idiot or something and if they do that's not my fault i've done nothing wrong and then it's all about this power of positive thinking and just challenging your thoughts to be more positive and that should help you to become less anxious so the second one which i thought really odd quite personally was go to a coffee shop because the whole point of this so i'm just going to say why it's weird first of all because you would have thought a coffee shop would be the last place a socially anxious person would be or would want to be simply because simply because that's the source of all their anxiety there's so many people around so there's actually two things here so first of all, it's about conquering your fears and actually facing them. Because if you go into a coffee shop, you face your fears of being around tons of people. But the thing that the article actually looked at was that, well, if you do something you enjoy in a place that you don't enjoy, that can help. So if you like watching films, then consider watching a film at a coffee shop. 
because you're doing something that you enjoy but you're doing it in an uncomfortable situation so whilst you're doing something that you're enjoying you're getting used to stuff that you don't enjoy i hope that makes sense but it's just something to think about to think about this also goes for other social situations so the first one is adopt a healthier lifestyle because the mind and body are linked for example in this clinical psychology book i actually talk about the mind body link because anxiety is actually a great way to show it because when you've got anxious feelings that's the mind part you'll get quite sweaty and you get sweaty pumps that's the body so you can clearly show to clients also known as patients that the mind and body do interact yes and that the whole point of this one is that if you make small changes to your lifestyle then you can improve your self-confidence and by extension this helps reduce your anxiety so the first one is is that you should probably try and avoid caffeine drinks and energy drinks because both of these are stimulants and because this makes your body a lot more active and to put it in the lack of a better term this actually makes your anxiety worse this makes you more anxious so that's not good because nobody wants that and then you've also got to make exercise a priority yes i know lots of people are thinking well how can we exercise during the current time which is the covid19 pandemic but i'll address that in a minute because i'm sure that there's going to be people in the future who will like listen to this who hopefully aren't experiencing the pandemic so like even if you just go on at the bike even if you just go to the gym or even if you just simply take a walk that's still exercise and you'll still get the exact same benefit because you'll be releasing the hormones and neurotransmitters associated with exercise and feeling good and you will feel better and that will reduce your anxiety and then going back to the covid19 pandemic this is a hard one because thankfully this is a very global audience and i love you all it's just so great to have so many different people listening to this each week and you don't know how grateful i am yeah so this is a difficult one but even if you just i know it sounds really stupid but even if you just walk on the spot or run on the spot in your house or in your apartment it's something that is still exercise and yes you might feel stupid doing it but you're still getting the full benefit of exercise so that's just one thing but even if you just go for a walk then that's like something else i know it's a difficult one so hopefully there'll just be some ideas that you can benefit from and then at number four find social situations and engage and this is also something that goes back to facing your fears but if you try and engage in social situations then you should become better i say in air quotes in air quotes but it's all about getting used to it for example if you find a situation you don't like find a way how to slowly get yourself into it for example something i quite recommend is try and find a social anxiety support group because these are people you can relate to you can talk about your problems and you might learn this amazing technique that other people use to help manage their social anxiety that you don't use so that's just one idea and then the final one is number five this is very important be kind to yourself no one is perfect we all take different amounts of times to adapt to learn and to implement these things just be kind to yourself and just go at your own pace and if anyone tells you you need to be better or something don't obviously tell them to go away and and don't swear at them but do it inside your head because you are fine the way you are and just take your own pace and just try and get used to social situations in your own time of course i try and be proactive but you are your own person at the end of the day so i hope you found 
today's episode useful. So I hope that these ideas will help you overcome social anxiety if you're a sufferer. If you don't, then I hope you found this episode useful. So have a great day and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening today. I hope that you found it useful and engaging. Well, if you want the show notes, backlist episodes, and more information on psychology, on psychological topics, please check out connorwhitely.net. And if you want to get a free book, as well as other news about writing and psychology, then please check out. Yeah, but then please sign up for my newsletter at connorwhitely.net. Have a great week, everyone.